The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. From the old National Bank State Street studio, this is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. A really busy day. Someone just sent me a, um, Ken Elliott, who's a big fan of the show, sent me a picture. Imagine a Chicago fan who went into a coma in 2017, woke up today and saw this picture. Crazy. And it's like a a nine-picture tile of Anthony Rizzo in a New York Yankees jersey, Mitch Trubisky in a Steelers jersey, Rizzo in a Phillies jersey, Jimmy Butler in a Heat jersey. Now, that thing... Like, he didn't go to the Heat, but I think he was gone when in, like, 16 or By something. By the way, did you see the Jordan-esque shot he made the last night? The reverse layup. Holy yeah. mother of mercy. He's he's still, like... Still can get he, it done. And, and, and like, uh, he's still, like, surprisingly athletic. You yes. know what I mean? Uh, and he'll, he'll have a great playoffs wherever they finish. Uh, Patrick Kane now in a Rangers jersey, Abreu in an Astros jersey, Javi in a uh, Detroit Tigers jersey, KB in a Rockies jersey, and Chris Sale in a Red Sox jersey. And a majority of those guys are Cubs, right? I mean, yes, yes, a lot of them are Cubs. Which did is you the, include Schwarber? Did you say Schwarber? Schwarber, yeah. Okay. Which is the biggest surprise of those? <sighs> it ain't Mitch in a Steelers uniform. No. Although That's their the GM surprise. their president, Sam, boy, we want to keep him for this year and several more. I think you toss out Jimmy and Sale because those those happened the longest ago. Those were the start of the rebuilds that happened the longest ago. The Bulls and the – those were yeah. a rebuild ago. And you understand why the, the King trade is occurring. That's still – it's surprising it's to see to that. hard to see, but yeah. at this point, knowing the circumstances of where the team is – yeah. But if you, if you go back to 27, I, I'm sorry, 2017, yes. I think Kane in a Rangers jersey might be the most surprising. Really? Yeah. I would say KB in the Rocky jersey. I, you know what? That that may be it for me, too. You know, he was, he was coming off of an MVP season. Yeah. Supposed to be the rookie, best of them all. Rookie of the year the year before that and won a World Series the year before. Right. Was Wilson Contreras in that group or no? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> He, yeah, him in a Cardinals a uniform. Cardinal we could throw, yeah, that, throw in that direct out. rival. Like you, they, this isn't even including like Derrick Rose in the next jersey either. Like you have Jimmy in there, like Derrick Rose. That happened a while ago, though. Yeah, I too. think because of two seven two thousand seventeen. The it's year like same yeah. same time around as Jimmy. Maybe yeah. a year earlier before Jimmy. That was twenty sixteen summer. Listen, we're not allowed to have nice things in Chicago. We're just not. We are allowed. We have dumb people who make these decisions. Well, not all the way around, but we've had some dumb decisions being made. You know, speaking of that, I just said to the fellas at the last break, you know, especially with what's going on now and the Bears are in full focus here, and because they have the number one pick, and today, early today, our general manager, Ryan Poles, was speaking to the media, and I think it's been carried in a number of outlets for obvious reasons. Look, I feel good about Ryan Poles. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm cheering for him to succeed. He's a BC guy, okay? 
Like I'm cheering for, I was cheering for Ryan Pace to succeed as well because he was the general manager of my favorite team. Right. But there's a little something extra in the Ryan Poles situation for me, so I'm cheering for him. Like I said, though, that my my acceptance of the job he does is going to be significantly more focused in 2023 than maybe it was, or or I mean, how would the best way to describe it? I'm going to be more critical of what he does now than what he he did last year but i think it's an interesting conversation about a has there ever been a and i'm sure there has and we went through this before there has been a situation was it jacksonville i think jacksonville had the number one pick of the most cap space right i think they did even last year or a couple years ago this is a tough spot for a general manager who's only in the second year of doing that job is there any reservation here that his inexperience may be an issue when he's entrusted with so much. Sure, sure. The thing is, is most general managers are inexperienced, right? Because most general managers don't, don't get a second bite of the apple. Or, or they've been in the job. They've been in the job for a longer period. Of right, time. right. Co- most coaches get recycled. Most general managers don't. Yes. Like like Ryan Pace's inexperience did him in, he, in the way that he handled yes. the Mitch Trubisky thing. Listen, here's hoping that his time in Kansas City, where they do have a f- fabulous foundation, coaching, front office, ownership, all of that stuff. I think that that's something that calms the nerves a little bit. He's coming from a great place. But this is a tall task for anybody. Right. And Ian Cunningham comes from a general manager, too, who loves to trade. In Philly. Yeah, yeah. So Howie Roseman is like known as the guy who is one of the best when it comes to trading draft picks. So hopefully those guys and where they came from will help them in this role. Yeah, it's still, even with that said, it's still a monumental task. It's a, you know, listen, it's, it's a privilege to have this much to work with at that particular spot. But it's a lot. It's a lot for a guy who this is only his second year in the job. It really but is. How about this? Do you guys give – I give Ryan Poles some credit for the fact that the way he approached the offseason last year, they did it deliberately with the intent of setting themselves up. They knew – I mean, let's be honest. You know, Byron Pringle, like what, what were the additions they did last year in free agency? They were – you know, they Dante were cutting Pettis. guys. They went out of their way. They traded Khalil Mack. They, he – he did so. He did everything with intention to line it up so that they were set up in this position. And so, even though the roster right now is bare bones, I'll give him a little bit of credit for putting himself in, in this position. Well, because listen, when you come into any spot, the first thing your inclination, because you're a competitor, is, is you go, I got to win. We got to win sooner. The sooner, the better that we're going to win. I agree with you, Jeff. That it takes patience and it takes a certain amount of self confidence to say, "Look, this first year, it's going to be bumpy." But then again, the teardown is the easy part of it. Right. The rebuild is the difficult part of it. And when you've got this much money to spend and this much draft currency, there's a hell of a lot of pressure on him and and Ian Cunningham to get this right. Because there's a great chance you're never going to be in this spot again as a franchise. I still think it's easier to sell than it is to buy. I think Theo had even the best of the best of the best had an easier ch- uh, uh, job when he would sell. Do you know what I mean? Well, when you're a buyer, you're always more than likely going to overpay. Yeah, like like think about like Aloy and uh, he's buying Quintana 
and he lost Cease, and he lost Aloy. He lost that deal when he bought Hayward, you know. But when he was in the when he was when he was buying Jake Arrieta, you know, he traded Feldman. He got Arrieta. Like those were the uh, the Samarja for Russell before Russell goes stray mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, it, it, it's when all of a sudden then you're trying to stay on top is when it's harder. When Poles went for somewhere to buy in Claypool, he overspent, and and it doesn't look good right now. Right. So and and that's another thing where we're gonna we're not only gonna judge him harsher on wins. And what what he turns out with some of the his purchases, but we're going to look at the Claypool thing with even more skepticism yes. because okay now it's a full off season in the system more games now and now that if it goes being, to crap that it, ended up being the thirty second pick in the yes. draft yes and then okay doesn't look good so far we're willing to give it an off season Jones yeah oh yeah we know that well that's why I'm saying like look I'm I'm, I'm I feel good about him I'm not saying I don't. It hasn't been perfect in a in a short period of time. There have been some good things. I'm just saying this is a lot. This is a monument. This is a Herculean task at hand for him and his crew right now. Yes, yes. Here's some Ryan polls from today. A lot of time's been put in in terms of preparation and get ready for this off season. You know, I think we can really build on what we started and move the needle and get our roster to a place that we can start winning uh, football games. Um, the draft, really interesting setup, uh, a ton of flexibility to, you know, take the best player at one or move um, and continue to add draft capital and get better, which is exciting. And then for free agency, you know, the opportunity to have a little bit more ammunition than what we had uh, last year allows us to bring in the right type of uh, players that kind of fit what we're looking for and fit our culture. So, again, we can keep uh, moving the needle and, and winning more football games. Here's stuff we have not heard so far today on free agency and how they're going to approach it. Well, we're two weeks away from when you could start tampering. I think it's the 13th. And when that happens, here's Ryan Poles on that. Same, same setup as before. Um, we have, just like the draft, we have players that are going to be in certain buckets for values. And, you know, this year we have the ability to approach um, and go after a few of those guys. Um, I think we're going to stay selective. We're going to have parameters that kind of match our values and our research. Um, We have an unbelievable analytics team. Our cap group with Matt and uh, Cliff do a great uh, amount of research to kind of keep us in that range and and making smart decisions. Because I think the key is we don't want to... um, we don't want to waste this opportunity and, and do something that's not sound that doesn't allow us to have this flexibility in years to come. So that's the balance that you're trying to take advantage of now, but also not still not trying to hurt you down the road. Doesn't sound like they're going to overpay. They've no, got and they limits shouldn't. on everybody. Again, saunter. Don't run. Saunter. But you still have to make good decisions. Like, what is? what do we always say? Too much is given, much is expected. Yeah. Like, you're giving a ton of money, and you've been given a lot of draft currency. Now, build us a football team. Here's a bite that says on the needs of the team. It's 41 seconds. He could have just said everything (laughs) and then been done with it. I'm interested in what he says. Yeah, it just depends um, how far back. Um, But, yeah, we do. We need a lot, and that gives us more opportunity to bring in more players. So, 
um, it's a good situation to be in for where our club is. Um, but at the same time, you know, when I talk about where guys are on the draft chart, if we have someone that's so high and in a special category that says, you know what, you know, this guy's going to affect our team both from a culture standpoint and also from a game day standpoint, then that might be the best thing to do as well. Um, but in a vacuum, like, yeah, moving back gives you more uh, opportunities to hit more players um, and continue to add to the core of this team. So that was more on the draft. Uh, here's stuff on fields. I want to play two st- things on fields. Uh, on fields being the quarterback going forward. Uh, that's the plan right now. Um, and like I said, we're going to do our homework on, on this class. And if something changes, and again, I'll just use the same statement. we got to be blown away uh, to say, you know what, I think this is best for our organization. Does that mean anything? I, mean, I think or is that the basic yeah. cover all your bases thing? That's what he has to say. That's what he should do. Like the the I think their best option is to move forward with Justin because I don't think that there is a game changing quarterback in this year's draft. I move forward with him. I'm optimistic about it. But they wouldn't be doing their jobs fully if they didn't evaluate all every player that's available in this draft. Because they have the opportunity to pick every single guy that is eligible to be drafted this year. Yes. Because they have the first overall selection. They have more options than anybody. I read a good article on Bleacher Nation yesterday. Say, you talk to the quarterbacks, too, about some of the players on their own teams at Ohio State and Alabama. And you say, look, we could be interested in an offensive lineman in Alabama. We could be interested in the wide receiver at Ohio State, the offensive lineman at Ohio State. Ask the quarterbacks about the players on their teams. Listen, in buying free agency, let me get, like, look real quick. Look at what the Jags did last year in free agency. They added Christian Kirk. Everyone, like we all talked about, oh, my God, can you believe how much they get? Christian Kirk's a good player. When you looked at the guaranteed money, it's like $32 million. They added Evan Ingram. I think it's Zay Jones. Wasn't he added in the offseason as well? Is it Ingram free again? He is. Although I saw a report today that it's likely he's going to be going back. But Mike Gusecki's also a guy that like kind of fits that. That role. The point I'm making is, is you don't have to give all your money to Mike McGlinchey to make an impact. Right. Look at what the Jags did. Chip away. You add quality pieces and it, it elevates your entire team. Here's more uh, on Justin Fields. Those are those moments that did blow you away. That his athletic ability and, and ability to create explosive plays um, were special. Now, what we've had discussions about, and I, I talked about it openly, like. He's got to take the next step in his game, and I'm excited to see that because I think he's going to. It's exactly like that's a bite on how we sum it up. We're excited about those explosive plays, and he's given us enough for us to hold on to to be excited, but he is demanding him to get better. Same way that you'd ask anybody on your team, much less the most important position on your team to continue to get better. Pocket presence, take care of the football, accuracy, decision-making, all that stuff has to improve. Yeah, All of it. Here's one more from Polls on his feelings on having the number one pick overall. For me, I don't know. I think it's just my personality. I kind of stay level through it, whether it's 32nd or the first pick. Um, really just trying to think of ways that we can improve our team. Uh, try not to get too high or too low um, and try to stay on our toes. Because like I said, I've been in this league long enough that some curveball is going to pop up and we're going to have to adapt and adjust to it. But... Um, if anything, the feeling is, is excitement um, because as a front office person, this is kind of uh, it's a bit of a dream in terms of the flexibility and options that you have to improve the football team. Bit of a dream. It is. 
You know, I mean, look, you, you can't go out there and spend all your money as well because there are going to be teams that want to move accomplished players because they can't fit them under their cap any longer. So it may not be just free agency. Maybe in a, in a trade. You know, listen, who thought that Stephon Diggs was going to be available? Who thought Tyreek Hill was going to be available? A.J. Brown. I think Orlando Brown was a trade as well, wasn't he? Yes. Didn't Orlando Brown acquired by the Kansas City yes. Chiefs in a trade? Mm-hmm. Like. People forget that, that you know, there are different ways to acquire difference-making players. Uh, let's go to Ralph in Bloomingdale. Hey, Ralph, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, guys. Love your show as usual. Thank you. Thank you, Ralph. Um, yeah, here's the thing. So I know the GM eventually makes the call, you know, and that's how we got um, Trubisky, you know. But doesn't it really come down to what kind of scouts you have. I mean, I know the GM, but especially when you get into the later rounds, I mean, you know, most GMs can look at uh, all kinds of tape and stuff on the guys who are going to be in the first round. But when it starts getting into the later rounds, aren't you more reliant on your scouts if you're the GM? And if so, that's the case. That should be a testament to how bad our scouts are. (laughs) I mean, no, it's fair, right? I mean, I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just trying to be realistic. No, I think it's a good point. I mean, I think the teams that are successful in the draft are ones that have very talented and deep scouting departments. And they have, at least from a size standpoint, the Bears have had one of the smaller scouting departments, I think, over the last couple of decades. Which which, which drives you crazy. Because there's no, like, there's no cap on that. Like, well, well, I don't understand why. Why a team like the Chicago Bears... Would cut corners on that, but I think that you're getting you're getting signs that that has changed. Yeah. First of all, you've got an assistant general manager in Ian Cunningham. Before we didn't even used to have general managers. Now we have a general manager and an assistant general manager. He talked about his outstanding analytics department. I think that the tide is turning, and I think that Kevin Warren's addition is another sign that you know that is going to continue to grow for them. Your cap used to tell a story. You know what the Cubs used to do to cut corners? They used to take for spring training when they before they were at Sloan. They were at Ho Ho Camp Park. They used to load up a yeah. moving van double of, weight of their uh, weight weight equipment, and they would take it from Wrigley Field to Arizona. Yeah. And you're the Chicago Cubs now. The Chicago Cubs have a state of the art weight room, 365 days out of the year at yeah. Sloan. You know. And they don't have to pack up that sort of stuff. That's what the Cubs were dealing with back in the day. They used Jim Hendry used to have one of the smallest scouting services uh, departments, and there was when Theo came, they built all that out. I hope, like you said, that they're changing all that under Ryan. Pohl. You would certainly hope so, especially with the resources that they have at their disposal right now, with regard to making their team a much better football team. Um. Let me see. I don't want to get into Big C. Big C's on hold, but I'm going to wait for that on the other side because he wants to yell, I'm sure, or argue about stuff. Let me go to Robin Elgin. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rob? Hey, good evening, guys. I'm enjoying listening to the Ryan Paul's clips because I missed him earlier today. Just a quick comment about one of his moves. I haven't heard a lot in general from anybody about the Robert Quinn trade. That was that was a really good deal for us because I'm mm-hmm. going from memory. I think Robert Quinn got zero sacks and something like five tackles on the year. And to get a third-round pick for that is pretty good. Was it a fourth? fourth. I thought it was a fourth-round pick. Fourth round, okay. Still good. Yeah, still it's good. still a yeah. really good deal. Yeah, like – there was no reason for Robert Quinn to be here. Um, 
And and yeah, you got a fourth round pick for a player who really wasn't contributing to you and didn't help the Eagles at all. No. Well, I think you and saw he was, t- on a, he was on a really strong defensive line. You would have thought he would have racked up stats. Yeah, I think he had. They have some injury issues with with the Eagles as well. At least when he first he got there, they the may have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they look again. I think that the the at first blush, the majority of what Ryan Pace has done has been good. Impulse. I'm sorry, Pulse. I'm going to do this a thousand times. And every time I'm going to punch myself. Do you want me to let it go? I beg to differ that Ryan Pace was good, actually. Yeah. No, you're right. I didn't mean that. Should I I let it go? Should I ignore it? No, no, no. Definitely. Should I correct you? Absolutely correct me. Absolutely. Oh, you know, should we, we should maybe get a Paul's Pace sounder whenever yeah, any of us. That's, that's good. We should you know, definitely you know, do no, that. No, no, what should no, it I, be? Like, consider- should it be Cap St. Cajones? God, no. Not only that, <laughs> but I think we should get a small device that gives you a shock. Yes. And you have to put your hand in it, and it shocks you. Shock therapy is what we're going to do. And, and listen, I'm the one that violates... Yeah, but your hand's not going to be on it when... We'll have something, a buzzer device, that every time I make the mistake, i got to put my finger in the mouth. What will be the initial sounder to tell, alert you that you have made the mistake? I think we can... That's fine. We can incorporate the shock. Yeah, and the sounder and the shock. Did you guys ever play the game pole position? Yeah, oh, I love pole position. I think maybe there's got to be like a sounder there too, right? Yes. Into a shock. Listen, I'm not looking to adjust the my, my my heart rate or the pace of my heart or the the, but something that reminds you, maybe a pacemaker, pole position, oh, pacemaker into a shock. Something that forces you to actually. Clear. No, I don't. We don't need paddles. Okay, <laughs> we need to go to that extreme. I'm just saying something that should punish us for making the mistake. It's been two years now. Right, what, what should the sound I don't effect, know yet. When, when one of us uh, makes the mistake and calls Poles Pace. You idiot! And with Meller, one of us catches it. Tyler and, hears it. We need an alert. What should the sound effect be? 312-332-3776. You can tweet us. You can get in on the uh, Twitch chat. Maybe we have recommendation. Scorpion. And you got to put your hand in the scorpion cage and take a sting from the That's scorpion. That's fine. You're talking about a penalty. Yes. I'm talking about the... We can do both. I'm fine with the penalty, too. I need a sound right away instead of me saying no or, or you maybe, tell me. Maybe they don't catch it. You might not catch it. We'll have, a, uh, we'll have an aquarium full of scorpions that you have you to put, put your, your hand, hand in. Something. That's, I that's gotta, extreme. i got to cure myself of this. Living in the past for cowards and losers. Three three two three seven seven six. We'll continue to take your calls. And Big C wants to argue with us. Coming up next. Secure your seats for the next season of Blackhawk hockey with fuller half season ticket plan on sale now for the twenty twenty three twenty four campaign at blackhawks.com slash memberships. Save the most over single-game ticket prices, never pay any ticket fees, and enjoy a full suite of exclusive member benefits like concession and retail discounts, game swap flexibility, special member events, and much more. Being a Blackhawks member is about more than just being at the game. It's a community. Join now at Blackhawks.com slash membership and secure your seat today. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Silver.
Movie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You know, uh, I have not talked about it. The tickets are still on sale for the big 25-year anniversary party. This is uh, less than four weeks away, March 24th. Tomorrow, the calendar turns to March. The big day of shows for you tomorrow, too, with the uh, new era. Bears football beginning tomorrow. Ryan Poles will be on the radio station at 6.30. Captain Jay Hood. Captain Jay Hood will go from 5 to 9. Full day of local broadcasting, too, starting at 5 a.m. But uh, the 25-year anniversary party, House of Blues. Um, and, uh, again, that's March 24th. You can buy your tickets at LiveNation.com and then search ESPN Chicago. Tickets just $25.00. Um, Matt Kierko and Harry will do a, a reunion show. Uh, Jay Cutler is scheduled to attend along mm-hmm. with uh, Robbie Gold, Eddie Olchek, nice. Michael Wilbon, nice. Mark Jean Greco, awesome. Jordan Cornette, Shea Cornette, Sarah Spain, Great. Nick Friedel, awesome. Lou Canellis, yes. Fred Humner, who I have a bone to pick with. Oh, I saw. Was he, a little, he was out there tweeting at us, too, about uh, tips. Did you catch that? That's what I'm talking about. Right. Ray Flores and uh, many more names to come. He, he, he like he takes. He's every, cherry picking. He, he's not cherry picking. He's he's completely falsifying information. <laughs> that sounds really serious. Him, him and Northy were reacting to Charles Barkley's comments about um, load management. Yeah, and, and they were arguing about who was on it first and who was. Who is, yelling at the, who is yelling at the NBA first uh, about load management and how it was ruining uh, uh, that the, the, these players sitting was ruining the NBA? And uh, Fred was like, I was telling Waddle and Sylvie this years ago when they were crushing Tibbs. We weren't talking about load management. We were talking about guys playing hurt. <laughs> 44 <laughs> minutes for Joakim Noah running up and down the court. On one leg with three games to go in the regular season before they were heading into the postseason. Derrick Rose playing in a game where he had back spasms earlier yes. in the game. That's what we're. I was never advertising guys sitting no. games. We always just said, to get damn rest. We always There's said minutes in played context. in context. Yeah, so dumb, but yeah, we were ahead of fun. our time. Yeah, of we course. were ahead of our time. Yeah, we were never like let's play them less games. No. It was just don't like, play them when they're hurt. Yeah, yeah, yes. Especially when you're a team that is Fred. headed to the postseason. That's only don't there's... use your best stuff up before you get to the money time. Sort of like what Big C does. Like he just doesn't listen to people. Oh, that's a little harsh on Fred. Big that's C just right. well, I, mean, I guess so. Fred, yeah, just say sorry to Fred. Sorry, Fred. Big C in the South Side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Big C? What's up, Sylvie? What's going on? <laughs> Uh, man, you know, this is hard, right? You sound like you're in a good mood tonight. What's what's going on there? Last time we talked, you were in a really oh, good mood. I'm always in a good mood, silly, but I just certain stuff I just can't. It like it be redundant, you know. Uh, you know, then you got these guys be repeating what you all be saying. It'd be crazy. Your audience changes every ten minutes, Big C. Yeah, I guess. You got to keep on massaging the wallet. It's so funny because every text I get, or not text, every tweet we get from you is the same thing over and over and over again. 
So you've mastered the art of being repetitive as well, just like us. We have that in common. Exactly, exactly, man. But I want to say this about Poe. I like Poe. I do, too. He seemed to be a good guy. But he, like you all say, man, the guy, man, he got a lot on the table. Yes, he does. He got a lot on the table, you know. And then about all this, uh, we need to calm that down with all this trading the pick. You got to think about it. In reality, the Texans and the Colts, they're number two and number three, just like the Bears are number one. Two and four. four. Two and four. Well, two and four. Cardinals, all of them in the same boat. Bad teams. And the Colts and the Texans, they're in rebuilding mode. So why would they trade their assets just for the move up for a quarterback when you got three of them available? Just like the Houston Texan guy said, the GM said. Would you – well, they're not going to be available if the Falcons or the Panthers or some other team moves up in front of them. But, you know, well, water. Let's be for real. The Bears in no way, form or fashion, in a shape to move that far down. Let me let, – let's just make let's, – let's just make a wager, okay? Let's make a wager that the Bears actually – Sylvie and I believe, I'll speak for you, Sylvie, we believe the Bears will have success moving the number one overall pick. You say they won't. I, I, it's a chance they will if somebody Okay, okay will well, let's, them, but I, I said, let's have okay, a wager. I mean, Just a gentleman's bet, then. No, let's bet something, not a gentleman. <laughs> no, because we're all gentlemen, all three of us. I'm going to bet whatever, you, whatever to you. Okay, let's, let's, let's do something. Like, like, what can we... How about a bottle of something? How about... Okay, we can do what you drink? A bottle of whatever. What do we want? What do we name? Name what you drink. What do you want? Are we allowed to do this? Are we allowed to bet alcohol? Yeah. Yeah, you're allowed. It's a free country. Hey, who you vote for? <laughs> who you vote? Who you vote for? Listen now, we're not getting into this. This is not. What the, do you want to drink? <laughs> what, what do you, you want can, to drink? All I want you to do is vote. That's all. Yeah. You exercise your right to vote. There you you go. go vote. Common That's sense. That's not for us to debate. Let's bet. What is it that you would like to drink? If you are correct, we will send you a bottle of your favorite beverage. Hey, I tweeted out to you. I got to think about what I want to drink. Okay, try. perfect. But whatever y'all want to drink, you I got to You can't even pick okay. a bottle of something. You're going to no, elect well, the mayor? We'll decide. We'll decide later what it is. But so we're betting as a team, unless you don't want to. I mean, I'm I think. In. That the Bears let's, will, in let's fact... Bet, let's bet a pizza. You want a pizza? No, okay, let's, you yeah, can't let's decide on what yeah, that. Okay. Okay. Pizza, pizza, pizza. All right. That's perfect. We say let's that go. the Bears are going to move out of one because there will be a willing participant to move up and grab a quarterback. You say they won't. You, na- you name your favorite pizza at the time that if you would win, and I'll buy wherever you want, we'll buy. We'll send it to your house, your office, wherever you want. And if we win, you I'll, send us I'll a pizza. I'll put up that on state. I put up on state. Uh, state Lake. It's no problem. I'm we right don't want you delivering hey. the pizza. We want a real <laughs> restaurant delivering the pizza. Don't you don't want to make it. To I don't scratch. want to see B, a, a big C pulling up <laughs> out of his car with a pizza in his hand. Is that the pizza that I want? No, you know, like, hey, I'm not gonna do nothing tacky like that. Come on, guys. I'm not hey, attacking. I would just like a real delivery person if delivering I'm, if a pizza. I, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you were a Mitch guy, right? Big C, you like Mitch. No, no. But see, that, that's what I'm about to get to. That's what I'm about to ask. Then the, see, when Mitch the Bears traded trade up. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. I'm, I got you. I got you. You know that, so the, the, you know, you know that the Kansas City Chiefs 
moved up to get Patrick Mahomes, don't you? But like, so you know those teams do. already had playoff defense. Well, we didn't. Just like we the didn't. Bears did. We did have. We had a playoff wow. defense. So, you know, we were built from the front end to the back end. So, with that being said, none of them teams are built like that. The uh, Texans or the Colts. So, you got to think about that. Well, I think about it, and I'm still going to make the bet. I just made the just yeah, I thought about it. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's a bet, Big C. Yeah, bit, uh, big C bet. Hey. Hey, go Paul Ballas. <laughs> that, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's played the card and who he's voting okay. for. Okay, at least he voted. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Hey, hey, man. Hey, hey, voters, y'all still got time. You still got a couple more hours. All right, Big C. Thank you. Thanks, Big C. Big C. He did his civic duty. He's and he bet us a pizza. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Uh, let's go to Jeff and Skokie. Wanted to weigh in on the Patrick Kane uh, news today. Uh, Kaner was traded to uh, the Rangers for a second and a fourth. And uh, the second could turn into a uh, first if they make the uh, Eastern Conference final. Uh, Jeff, what's on your mind? Hey, thanks, guys. Um, I think the debate about where Kane ranks in Chicago is not if he's in top five, but whether he's number two or number three, um, obviously behind Michael at number one. Um, among guys that have an MVP and multiple rings in Chicago sports, it's it's just Kane and Michael. So I'm not saying uh, I put him ahead of Walter, but I, I think there is a conversation. Uh, and you add to that, you know, what he did for the city and, and bringing hockey back and all the rest of it, um, just impossible to overstate. Um, all that being said, most importantly, I think we get caught up in, in ranking and Mount Rushmore all the time. And and we forget about like what we just got to witness, and we may not get to see another cane for for decades. Who knows? Um, so, if nothing else, just want to say what a privilege it's been to to watch him um, in our city for 16 years, and, and what a ride it's been. So well Amen. said. It's 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 so well said. Like Jeff, that's what I try. Like it, it should never get lost that these players don't come around often. No. Like and and we wait and we wait. Is this guy going to turn out? And um, like he we're hoping res- on this with Fields. He helped resurrect and had a humongous part of resurrecting a franchise that was considered the worst franchise in all of professional sports. Right. It's him and, 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 and uh, Taves. And like a few of them were there with uh, Keith and Seabrook and Sharp got in very, very early. Uh, but yeah, they were young players who were drafted very, very high, who who not only lived up to what they were hoping they would be, but... Exceeded it, all expectations. Exceeded them. I mean, who would have thought they would be this good? Hall of Fame players to win multiple rings and, and win because of players. Uh, these things don't happen often. Like, we sit around saying these teams don't win enough championships. They won three. Yeah. It, it's crazy. And, and I wouldn't hold it against Walter, though, that he only has one. Right, right. That yeah. would not I be would, a factor in me no. where I would put Walter. I, I, he is, Walter Payton is number two. Yes. I, like, I, I think agree. someone else said it best where it's maybe like a table of the two guys with like maybe Jordan and Payton have like a table. And then, and then like there's like the another table. Yeah. <laughs> and not like a kid's table no. like back in the day, but maybe it's like the two guys at the head of the table and then and then the other Of course. I know exactly how you feel about it. I'm, so, I'm with you. All right, we'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah coming up next. <music> guys, we absolutely love Connie's frozen pizza. You can always experience real pizzeria quality. 
without paying pizzeria prices. Connie's Frozen Pizza always delivers because they're made with only premium ingredients. So whether you're craving their cornmeal-dusted thin crust or their new crispy yet fluffy pizzeria-style crust, Connie's comes with a variety of delicious toppings you'll sure to love. We love the pepperoni. So forget delivery. Just pop in at Connie's and savor their authentic pizzeria flavor at home. Find them at your local Jewel Osco, Mariano's, or Meyer today. Connie's Frozen Pizza. Born in Chicago, enjoyed everywhere. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at TWaddle87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. All right, Black and Odala in studio. Boys, will the uh, Bulls hot streak continue tonight? No. And will Cap be watching at the uh, table? No. Yeah, he will. I hope he doesn't. That's such a... Uh... Don't tell me what to do. Sylvie canceled his reservation. We don't... I Did can't... someone call and cancel? I That'd heard you guys asking so Big mean. Cat. That was great. That'd I, be I, hilarious. I prefer the move of ordering the expensive bottle of wine than... Canceling, yeah, these, especially bad. like tonight. Yes. No, canceling that's what I uh, said. causes chaos. I said you don't. I like that. But you don't punish the other three. Yeah, yeah. Dinner three members. There is three. No chance in yeah, hell. Yeah, Breer was just Breer's being nice. shows up. Why? He wasn't, free meal? No, he wasn't. He's past the free meal stage. <laughs> I go there for free meal. You think he's worried about a free meal? He gets to expense whatever he eats there. Yeah, that's true. Come on, okay. So he pays for it himself. I'm just saying, like, what if he didn't have a reservation for dinner? Oh, come on. These guys have reservations. He's going out with with everybody else that's there. He's going out with a Daniel Jeremiah. He's going out with uh, 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 a general manager. Jeffrey Chadia. I thought it was weirder that he invited Albert to spend. A night yeah, at his that's house weird. than yeah. dinner. That's, well, that's weird. Top shelf like weird. this is different than the like, and I was there, so I could. This is different than the Super Bowl dinner with Wilbon. Like yes. you guys have known Wilbon yeah. for twenty yeah. oh, years. Yeah. Like this is different. You know, like that was friends being friends. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Wilbon was happier to be with us than some of the movers. And he probably yeah. wanted to be at the Schefter table. No, I. I he would have. <laughs> I wanted know. to be at the Schefter. No, I'm joking. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a fun night, though. That was great. All those nights were great. That's not. Whenever I see Chris Jones, I go, "That's a very nice man." Right there. What a nice man. That is a very nice man because we couldn't tell the story for a yeah. long time. Well, one of the more uh, like. One of the bigger stars, yeah. nice guy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a big teddy bear. It, 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 it didn't, it didn't hurt that we had Michael Wilbon at the table. No, of course it didn't. Yeah, listen, he's not coming well, up. You're not like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> yeah. you guys are here. No way. <laughs> the Chicago people in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Tom Waddle? I, wow. I mean, that, there's a chance for Mark that. Mark Silverman? All right. Yeah. So I'm a long-time listener. P1. What are you guys doing at this expensive steakhouse down here in Miami? The, the place that nobody can get in. Where half the, uh, Anthony half the Adams. Oh, is that Mike Wilbon? Yeah. I didn't even notice him there. Man, I wish Tony was here. Mahomes was there that night, too, yes. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Like, half the team was. It was a great dinner, too, wasn't it? It was. It was really Fabulous. good. It Fantastic. was really good. Didn't Wilbon have, like, a huge dessert? He did. Some sort well, of, like, ice cream on top of cake? But the thing is, though, huge dessert, no alcohol. 
Right, right. I, I took care of that. Yeah, doesn't yeah. drink. So, yeah. like, I'm not a dessert guy. I'm an alcohol guy. I'm quiet, so I don't say anything Should stupid. Just both. Like, I just don't want to say anything dumb in front of Michael oh, Wilson. And your red face, just because you've yes. had two drinks, it automatically just turned beet red. Well, just because and I got Wilma's a red just face. Going to town on this uh, this cake a la mode. <laughs> <laughs> Which you should be. Good for him. I love it. That's great. Keep bringing the drinks. Yeah, yeah. Keep just, bringing the drink. Just bring him a drink. I'll just drink. I'll drink his drink. I'll drink, and his I drink his my drink, and his drink is mine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was fun. So what lie That's do you guys... That's the last Super Bowl trip for us, right? Wasn't yes. it by yes. What lie do you guys believe? I don't believe any lies. Do you, which lie out of the combine do you guys believe the most? Uh, that they're going to get a deal done before March 15th? I think that that could happen if somebody wows them. I don't think it's likely. I, I, uh, Nick Casario is saying that they're fine staying it too. I, I don't believe that lie. I, I do think uh, you guys are saying, and uh, it was what Meller brought up, when Shefty reported the, the information earlier in the week with the Bears that they're moving, they're moving towards moving that pick. Like, I don't disagree that it was a scheduled tweet. And it was meant to be put out right when it was put out. Mm-hmm. And then also, I don't think it's crazy that in the third paragraph of the story, Shefty breaks down how many picks in the past have been moved before the draft. What was it, 12 in the last handful of seasons that have been moved, number one picks? It was mm-hmm. in the article. And the last time it happened was when the Rams moved up to get Jared Goff, a quarterback. So, like, I don't. I think connecting the dots. I think that's uh, that's smart. I think there's a possibility that Schefter was told something that that it could happen. That so. there's something in mm-hmm. the works, and that's why it was put out when it was put out. I tend to um, believe what Kuiper said with you guys today. That I wouldn't be surprised if Bryce isn't one. I wouldn't be surprised that that true height comes out. That true height yeah. and weight comes out. I mean, we were just looking. We were talking about it upstairs. Zay Flowers. Put on what, twenty pounds of muscle in yeah. like oh, come on. two months. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. he looks. Say, he say looks I know, but he's he still small. In, he looks insane though. That's <laughs> wild. His shoulders went from like this to like this. Like, and he's still five nine and one hundred and eighty five pounds. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, yes. listen, I want him on yeah. my team. He's just a smaller receiver. He went from like one seventy five to yeah. like one eighty seven or one ninety okay. something like that. Like, but that's still small by yeah, NFL standards. You can't get standards. taller. Like, no, no one's can't. get no one's getting like extra calf bone. No. put into there. Someone should do that. A prospect should do that. No, I don't think that. That would be a little dangerous. I got four more inches, guys. What's up? Excuse me? You heard me. Johnny, didn't Johnny Drama get the calf implants? Yes. Yeah, the calf implants? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, I think this is, this is you know, dis and misinformation season. You know, I think... Dis and miss. I, I thought it was weird that... And we talked to Carmen and, and Yurko about it. Thought it was... I still... I'm open for it if you want to convince me. I, I still never understood why... It gave the Bears more leverage to try and make people think that they were going to draft a quarterback at one. Your leverage comes from having the first overall selection. That's yeah. the most leverage you have. And I think that, you know, whether or not, however you want to interpret Schefter's tweet, I think it's great that the Bears got their message out, mm-hmm. that we've already talked to people about the pick. So if you're out there, Carolina or Atlanta, sure, just make a know. Move. That somebody's ringing our phone now, mm-hmm. and if you want to be in this derby, you better pick up and say, you know, I think that creates or some... some Vegas know. today said that they want a long-term quarterback. There they don't go. want... They're kind of sick of the short-term solutions, which means maybe... They've Rogers had a long-term is out. solution. Yeah, but the, he's not real. Like, they want to draft... This they isn't like draft, the Commanders. The they want to draft a guy quarterback that's like, every year. that's their guy. Like, like Indy, yeah. Yeah. 
Let's go. Let the bidding begin. I just want it to happen soon because I'm I'm kind of sick of the, well, I hope they get 2 and 12 and 17. Do you want it, you want it? I mean, is it good for business? It's better for uh, show purposes because in a week we have focus on free agency. Yeah. yeah. Get through all free agency. And then we can go back to the proposed trades for the number one pick and they'll... They'll well, carry see, the conversation until we get to the draft. Trade down to two before free agency and then shop the two during free agency. Right, before you could the draft. do it in increments. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah, do that. Give me a little bit. Just give me a little taste. Just a little, little hors d'oeuvres as we get along to dinner. Saunter down the hill. Is exactly, the ball. yeah, the yeah. Slowly what get did to you the draft. Use wolves and chickens? Is I use wolves and chickens. Wolves yeah. eating chickens as opposed to I like that. Eh, you know. bulls and sheep. Whatever. You guys tasting anything tonight? We are not. Not that I know of. No, um, but there's, there's, some more there's still time. Over there. Yeah, there's still time to. Yeah, I don't want Carmen's get a taste of something. This looks like peep colored, aren't there? Pink ones? There's yeah. pink peeps yeah, out there. When there be, but wait, if it was a Pepto Pepsi, <laughs> I mean that's basically you could Does pour that, that have in alcohol there. in it. I'll try Pepto. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I live on this. Here, mix it with some of that. Yeah, it's... mix it with the the whiskey. All right, boys. So, what do you got coming up? Well, I mean, Patrick Kane. Yeah, trade block. A block material. Hawks. How about Buck that? Blue line block. Come on, we're breaking that. it down. When do you get Hawks talk in the A block on Black and Abdallah? Not often. Look forward to that tonight. <laughs> he's he's not going to listen. <laughs> you're going to put on. He's got Stapleton. You're gonna put, yeah, you're going to put. He's not. No, he's Country putting on Stapleton. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you to Tyler Aki and Jeff Meller today. Uh, we had Mel Kuyper Jr. and Barstool Big Cat. Great stuff. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Big day tomorrow starting at 5 a.m. Tune in for that. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Tuesday night.